Okay, here's what we need. We need a grief definition. Just what is this painfully awful dark night of the soul called grief? Well, it's the normal process of reacting to a loss. The loss may be physical, such as a death, social, such as divorce, or occupational, such as a job. Emotional reactions of grief can include anger, guilt, anxiety, sadness, and despair. Grief is a strong, sometimes overwhelming emotion for people, regardless of whether their sadness stems from the loss of a loved one or from a terminal diagnosis they or someone they love have received. Grief is the natural reaction to loss. Grief is both a universal and a personal experience. Here's a, here's a kind of a yes or no checklist for you and me. Grief affects our entire being, everything. Yes, I've heard it said, the greater the love, the deeper the grief. Yes, I've also heard that it's as close to hell on earth as you could possibly get. Yes. It feels like you're going crazy. Yes. It feels like your heart is broken into tiny pieces that can never be put back together again. Yes. You feel like you're losing your mind, going crazy. Yes. Everything is different and not in a good way. Yes. Yes, yes, yes to all the above. Are you with me? Are you relating to that checklist also? You need to know that grief increases inflammation throughout your body. And in particular, those areas you may have already been experiencing it, which now the grief can worsen health problems you may already have and can even cause new ones. Grief beats up the immune system, leaving you exhausted and exposed to infection. The painful heartbreak of grief can increase blood pressure and the risk of blood clots. Those of us who have lost a spouse and or a child are at a much higher risk of experiencing painfully deep depression or a heart attack or a stroke. Grief is like a white hot knife in your heart that cruelly twists and turns. Now, I'll be covering in future podcasts how grief plays a major role in your health, and it's not a good one. But I'll also teach you how to overcome that.
I want to encourage you to hang in there with me, especially if you felt like this podcast might not have ministered to you in a way you'd hoped it would. So here's what I'd like for you to do. I'd like for you to think about this, to ponder this, to pray about a question I'm about to ask of you. Think of it as your ongoing homework beginning now until we leave this earth. And write this question down. Ready? Here it is. What does God feel about your grief? Again, what does God feel about your grief? Meditate on that. What does God feel about your grief? Write your answer down somewhere on a blank page in your Bible or in your diary or or wherever. And do it right after this podcast. Don't put it off. Even if it's just one word or one short sentence, do it. Force yourself to write it down now. Because if you don't, then the odds greatly increase by the seconds that you won't do it. Because you'll let all kinds of excuses flood your mind so as to not do this simple exercise of writing down your answer to what does God feel about your grief? What does God feel about my grief, your grief? But you must, as it's part of helping you get through whatever stage of grief you're in. So please, do this very simple yet powerful exercise. Now, in closing, for the next podcast, I'm going to go over with you some common stages or phases of grief and what it means to you. That is, what it does to you and the way you can work through them. So, until then, I leave you with Matthew 5, verse 4. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted.